South Africa is alive with possibilities. I mean, who would have imagined a former president in jail? A sitting president sleeping on cash, literally. A cabinet minister visiting a common prisoner in jail. Or even the post office operating, even when they have nothing to do. Can you confirm that delivery performances dropped? Welcome to the new Sowetan Live podcast called Taking the Rams by the Horns with me, Rams Mabote. Each week, I will be taking a lighter look at very serious topics that half the time drive you up the wall. This podcast will use humor to take no prisoners, have no holy cows, and cook a whole lot of sacrificial lambs. Welcome to Taking the Rams by the Horns, a podcast that takes suicide out of current affairs. A podcast in partnership with Sowetan Live. I'm your host, Rams Mabote. Too many things happened this week. As a result, I couldn't pick only one story for today's podcast. So I decided to take a look at several. So come with me as I explore the week that was. It would have otherwise gone unnoticed, but in a strange turn of events, an acting mayor was appointed when the interim mayor of the city of Johannesburg, Kabelo Kwamanda, went out of the country to Cape Town, that is. In came Kenny Kunene. He was not going to waste the three days on which he wore the borrowed mayoral robe. The Sushi King went to Hilbro to send a message to illegal owners of city buildings that he was going to evict them. We're standing under the umbrella for two minutes. We're going in. EMS is coming. Yeah. We are inspecting this building. Because of the spirit of Ubuntu, we are not uh, evicting today, but we are giving warnings. Come back, Guamanda. All is forgiven. Speaking of Guamanda, the interim mayor went to Cape Town and came back inspired by the most famous matriculant in that city. Asked about his qualifications, Guamanda impolitely compared himself to DA leader John Stian Hazen. What is your highest level of education? That, that is all. So my question to that is that, uh, is that what if I am a black version of Stian Hazen? If I were Stian Hazen, I would make sure that Guamanda does not get another visa into Cape Town again. But now we know why Guamanda is so emboldened. When he was nominated for Jobek's high office, his party Al-Jama went to the best person for approval, according to party leader Hanif Hendricks. We did our betting. We even spoke to his mother, you know, about whether he'll be a good candidate or not. His mother? mother. So, with all due respect, what kind of a betting process is this? There was also bad news. Flamboyant and outspoken former Mamelodi Sundowns PRO Alex Goldfinger Shakwani was finally laid to rest on Tuesday. His funeral was a somber affair until Shakwani's one-time counterpart on the Kaiser Chiefs side of the pitch Louis Sprinter Chakwani was arrested shortly after he delivered a tribute to Chakwani. Okay, dear white people, please don't get confused at this point. Listen carefully. The deceased man is Chakwani. The man who delivered a tribute is Chakwani. So Chakwani with a T was arrested 
for running a Ponzi scheme with this uh, with his son, uh, through which they defrauded unsuspecting investors of millions of rand. I do not know about these investors, but I would never have. Let me put it differently. I would have browned my pens if I had to put my money into a scheme uh, that calls itself the undercover millionaire. I mean, right? I would have run. With such a name and run by Louis Chagwani, they should have expected themselves to be dribbled the same way he confused all of us with what he posted as football commentary over the years. But then I always say... I'm from the Romans land and uh, I, I know exactly that the peace-loving people are under psychological pressure and I'm not no Moses, I'm not Moses, I'm not going to take 40 years to release them, 90 minutes I will release them and I always say that even if sundowns can go uh, to, on top of the mountain of Molotov to go and take a tranquilizing drug of gradualism, uh, that won't give them a chance, I'll wipe them out. As the Sowetan front page headline put it yesterday, nowhere to run for sprinter. The information with with a minister. Uh, I think I shouldn't mention names, but I but I did share it, and as well as with senior advisors to the president himself. Little did we know when he gave this interview on ENCA two months ago. Former ESCOM CEO Andre Dereta was actually quoting from his book, which was released on the weekend. So when we thought the man was frantically running the utility, trying to save us from disaster. He was busy with his manuscript, The Chutzpah. It is a case of Brian Baloyi went to a Shibin in Saxon World, while Andre Derater spent time in his study. I haven't read Derater's book yet, but when I finally get my hands on it, I'm going straight to the chapter where he compares acting president Cyril Ramaphosa to a general manager of, of a country club, not the president of a country. I would not leave my golf club to be run by the chief shepherd of Palapala. And then Facebook rapist and murderer Tabo Pesta finally got himself a new lawyer to represent him at the Bloemfontein High Court, where the hearing is currently underway. But there was a small hiccup. Not even advocate Tsweunya Nipela believed that Pesta was a Pesta. The accused before the court it is indeed the correct person. Worship, the preliminary issue that you are going to, to raise is that by the same token, we request this honorable court also to confirm and satisfy itself that the accused before court is the correct accused. I, I don't get it. So, so who briefed Pela? Did he get to sit with client, listen to his side of the story, and prepare defense strategy? If he did, did he believe that his land was indeed Pesta. If he did not, why did he take a, the brief from somebody he did not believe was Pesta? But if he did, why did he plant doubt in court about whether or not his client was Pesta? Do you follow me? Could this be why lawyers are known in township parlance as Abomagiani, shorthand for liars? Ordinarily, the award would have gone to this man with a bray, but unfortunately he was beaten to the post by the Eastern Cape Premier who tried to swindle himself into the auspicious title of doctor. A forensic report has concluded that the man who almost became deputy president of South Africa has a master's degree proposal that is, quote, a shame. 
According to an investigation by News24, data analysis of emails and documents revealed that Mabuyani was aided by a tainted University of Fort Hill Professor Edwin Ijioma, and that a team of research assistants and ghostwriters did the heavy lifting. That's a quote from News24. Small consolation for the Premier. He's not alone. He's one of several members of his party, the ANC, who are drawn into this so-called fake degree scandal. And for that... And the Oscar goes to... 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 Mabuyani. Thanks for listening to this episode of Taking the Rams by the Horns. Please send your comments to me via email on rems at remsmabote.com. Even if you don't have a comment, just send an email. Even if it's blank. But still, you can send me a fake ordinary dog trait if you want to. Download the MySowetin app and listen to more of my podcasts. Follow us on Twitter at RemsbyTheHorns and at Sowetin Live. From me, Rems Mabote, goodbye and God bless.